Welcome to Faked, an original podcast highlighting the underground world of counterfeit illegal items around the world and how to spot them. Whether you're traveling the world or buying online, Faked will be your guide. With your host, Joseph Rowan, you'll explore the many ways counterfeiters can pull off disguising everyday consumer items as the genuine good. What's going on, everybody? We are back with a new episode. Um, if you guys liked the format of my previous episode, just about uh, somewhere that I went, something I explored and just kind of elaborated on something like that, check that out. Um, if you didn't check it out already, it was kind of a different style of episode. It wasn't about a particular item, but um, it was just more of about an experience I had and maybe an update on some of the areas that do uh, that are more notorious for you know the things we talk about. So if you ever find yourself kind of caught in a situation to where you are, um, you know, maybe rolled over and bought something that was fake, you know, that was uh, kind of a highlight of that episode in particular. But we are back to our traditional format where we're going to be talking about a, tr- a particular item. And this one is uh, the Zippo lighter. So I know this is going to appeal to a pretty niche um operation, but um, that's kind of what it's all about. You know, if you're a collector of something as niche as Zippo's, you want it to be, um, you want it to be authentic because the chances of you selling a collectible is already, you know, can already be low, but if it is um, fake, then obviously it's it's zero or one would may say Zippo, uh, you know, when it comes to uh, selling and recollecting, collecting, and, um, you know, then trying to hawk that off to somebody else. If they find out it's fake, then, uh, you know, it's, it's a moot. You own a fake lighter at home. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. What is a Zippo and what gives it, um, value? So, uh, I think everybody will recognize the Zippo lighter. That is, uh, the thing that people look kind of cool in shows and movie flicking. They go, <laughs> You know, and then the, it lights, you know, you flick it open and then you flick it back. And I think they're the original designer of that. Um, it's been around for 90 years. Uh, they make over 70,000 in one day and they're crazy collectible. They've made so many different ones um, and it's it's pretty nuts how many there are. So when you do look up... Um, it's called Worth Point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Worth Point. You can look up Zippo lighters and there's 800,000 results. Now, I don't know if that means there's 800,000 different types of them, but um, because that's that's crazy. But at least there is 800,000 posts about um, just different Zippo lighters from over. I mean, you've got 90 years of stuff. So that's that's pretty crazy. Apparently, um it's pretty ingrained in American culture too. So when we do look at a lot of the old um, movies and superstars like John Wayne, uh, Frank Sinatra, apparently there's one in his casket. Uh, there's some on the set of Mad Men, which we know, and then basically every American war since World War II. And it's uh, clearly a marketing strategy for a lot of companies as well to kind of push those out and you know put things on them. So 
There's museums dedicated to them. Um, and then 30% of their sales each year are made directly to collectors. So that just shows how iconic they are. It looks like Zippo lighters were first sold during the Great Depression, marketed as a lighter that would last forever. Since its uh, first sale in 1932, Zippo has offered a lifetime warranty for its lighters, originally returning any repairs needing uh, to be made to the lighter within 48 hours of receiving it. That's crazy. So... The brand didn't find fame as a collector uh, item until World War II, where many soldiers brought their lighters to the battlefield. So these black matte coated windproof lighters were made from steel rather than Zippo's traditional brass due to the uh, material shortages during that. So clearly there was a lot of things that we were using for guns, planes, all that stuff. So they needed to do something else. And that lighter began to be known as the Black Crackle due to the cracking uh, of the paint. So the lighter became uh, the first Zippo lighter to be collected and is now an essential part of any Zippo collection. So if you have a collection, if you don't have that one, you gotta have to, you're going to have to find one. Uh, it looks like some of them are sold for like 250 bucks. That was back in 2020. Okay, so Zipper, uh, Zippo, not Zipper, has produced many limited edition lighters uh, since the Black Crackle as well, so specifically tailored uh, as collector items. So there have been uh, limited edition for NASA missions, the turn of the century, and many other events. So they've even made lighters out of 18 karat gold. Obviously, the quicker these lighters were sold and removed from the marketplace, the more collectible they have become. Typical supply and demand thing. So... Adding to the collectability, Zippo has worked with many companies to create specialized lighters for their brand. Uh, in a collaboration with Calvinator in 2006, they created a lighter that looks like a refrigerator, which sounds pretty cool, which one of them sold for $78. So not exactly, you know, going to tear you know, you into financial freedom, but, uh, you know, they're, they're there and, you know, that's more than what I'm sure you can buy one for. They've also made Jack Daniel lighters uh, that look like a whiskey bottle, General Electric Television, and Transformers, uh, and then a sterling silver one with a uh, bamboo-themed lighter, which is kind of cool. So that's uh, Tiffany, Tiffany & Co. Interesting. That one's got a... Looks like that one sold for $2,400. Mm. Now, that's pretty good, I would say. So... Let's see. Well, we're going to look at some of these other ones that make this really valuable. So there was a town and country model that was made from 14 karat gold, featured a horse illustration on the side. When it appeared on eBay with the letter from Duke requesting its creation, it was sold for $12,000. Interesting. So let's see what else we've got. We've got a Zippo lighter that was given to Neil Armstrong at the end of the Gemini mission, sold for $5,800. JFK commissioned 40 Zippo lighters during his first year of presidency that he gave to his friends. One of these chrome-plated lighters appeared for $3,250. Mm, that is interesting. I would have assumed that would have fostered a little more price into it. But anyways, now that, that now you kind of know some of the history of it, and you know, since a lot of us aren't super familiar with Zippos, we want to see how the heck do you know if one's real or not? That's the big question, okay? All right, so they aggressively protect their trademark by uh, asserting legal rights to stop manufacturing uh, or manufacturers from infringing on their lighters. They want to keep their design as pure as possible. So authentic Zippo lighters are really only available on Zippo.com and then uh, various e-commerce websites that are, they have to have that lock in the corner, um, 
and they have to be verified. So, which I think you can then revert back to Zippo.com and then see if one of the authorized dealers is on that list because they obviously want to preserve the amount of people selling this stuff because the more people selling it, the more likely there are to get some counterfeits out there. All right, so what we came here to find out is how to understand whether Zippo is real or fake. So let's look at what makes a uh, Zippo real, authentic, and you know non-counterfeited. So number one is scratches on the insert. So Zippo inserts and casings are fixed together through abrasion. So uh, scratches are inevitable and Zippo does not polish the inner of the lighter and insert. So that is just part of the overall ethos of Zippo is the imperfections of it make it Zippo. You know, that is what makes it actually kind of hard to replicate. Um, just because it's it's hard to replicate some of that stuff that only Zippos do. So number two, the stain on the inner casing. We're talking about the flip top, the open of it. So uh, the stain inside of it is a result of a different design process that Zippo used on their lighters. So if you do see that, it's actually good. Uh, it means that um, it's made the exact way Zippo's supposed to be. The stains come. Uh, there are ways of cleaning them, which isn't what this podcast is about, but uh, you can look up ways to clean that off, but uh, the stains are normal. All right, so number three is uh, different manufacturing dates. So the manufacturing date of the insert and casing will be different uh, as they're both produced separately. So they get randomly matched and chances of getting the same date is very small. So if you do get one that has the same date on it, then it's probably fake because they thought that that's what Zippos did. Obviously, this is very easy to to fake, um, but, you know, the ones that were made before this whole, you know, they probably made them in mass because they, you know, made an assembly line or something like that and then totally fake that. All right, so next up is the flint wheel and discoloring. So the metal underneath the flint wheel and insert is not of the same metal is connected through we uh through welding and have a rough one to two millimeter width so uh the flint wheel is made out of alloy metals during the process of cutting and polishing it will create uneven colors on the surface this is also a uniqueness of the zippo wheel itself all right so next up is we're gonna look at the dent so the dent on the top and the bottom of the side of the lighter is the pressure point created during the manufacturing process Some is stronger, some is lighter. So when you look at the dent, uh, and we're talking about the fulcrum in which you snap open that, you know, when you open it, there should be a dent very close on both sides to that uh, axis. And when you see those, that's part of the actual legit manufacturing process that Zippo has. All right, so next up is the loose lid, okay? The lids are connected by hinges, uh, so a minimal gap is required for the lip uh, for the lid movement. Okay, this will result in inevitably um, a slight displacement of the lid over time. So the loose lids part of the imperfection, as we've talked about. Okay, so that's a big thing. So uh, last but not least, let's talk about um, the, the different color on the bottom. So different batch of manufacturer's lighters will have different colors on the bottom. So this is common for matte lighters uh, on the hinges and base not covered with paint. So due to excessive paint powder on the base, some lighters will have faint text on it too. So it looks like um, they can have different bottom colors too. That's uh, something that when you do look at it, it seems like, oh, they faked it. But actually that's something that comes with 
the uh, the actual you know normal process. So guys, that is it for this episode. Um, I know this one's going to be a shorter one. I knew it was going to be. It's you know it's not a lot. It's a very small thing. So. Guys, check out my TikTok as well. Um, it's faked podcast on TikTok.com. I don't know why I said it like that. The app, I guess. Um, and yeah, we do little videos about things and just show people uh, more of a visual side of it. So check that out. But uh, remember, guys, with faked items, those there are those who produce them, those that purchase them, and those that listen to this podcast. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.